Welcome to day three of the game of the 1999 deliberations. Folks, I hope you've got a drink. I've got one because I think this might be a long episode. We've got, uh, of course, the best game of 1999, and we're going to try to order a list of best uh, or top 10 games from our list here. Uh, of course, we've got Alamaxia and Lobos hanging out with us today. Hello. Hi guys, thank you so much for joining me. Are you are you guys looking forward to this? You guys have some uh, contenders. You're already thinking like, oh, this one's got to be top top five at least. I've got most of a list for sure, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Still building mine, but I think I have at least a few that are going to be in my top five. Awesome. Well, I think we're just going to start this kind of ad hoc without any real rhyme or reason. We do have a couple elements here that we can used to settle some debates we've got a scoring system that uh has no merit or real um rule set to it other than there's some there's a scoring system we can use <laughs> if we want we also might want to consider the couple of the following criteria graphics story music and replayability but again it doesn't have to be formalized doesn't have to be scientific this is really just our um Last chance to talk about our favorite games of 1999. Oh, yeah. And I'm super excited. I already know which one's going to be number one, but we have to go <laughs> up from number 10. So let's go ahead and read the list. I'm going to start at the bottom here because the bottoms were the new editions and the top were the old editions. So starting from the bottom, we have Age of Empires 2, Aliens vs. Predator, Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri, Quake 3 Arena, Homeworld, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, Command & Conquer, Tiberium Sun, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Dungeon Keeper 2, Might & Magic 7 for Blood & Honor, Counter-Strike, Baldur's Gate, Tales of the Sword Coast, Team Fortress Classic, Silent Hill, Super Smash Bros., Final Fantasy VIII, Planescape Torment, Siphon Filter, Half-Life, Opposing Force, Heroes of Might & Magic 3, Free Space 2, the Longest Journey, System Shock 2, and finally we have EverQuest. And again, uh, real quick, just want to note, yeah, but like things like Baldur's Gate, that's an expansion pack, Counter-Strike, Team Fortress, those are mods, but again, I think they are very strong games, and I, I, I do think that they deserve to at least be considered here. Do you guys agree? Absolutely. Definitely. Now, I do want to say uh, right off the bat here that we, you know, the previous episode we had was best multiplayer game. I don't think there's any um, requirements that the best multiplayer games come in at the same order of the best uh, best games here. We may find that we have a different mindset this week, and so that may happen. We might we might be hypocrites here. Um, we might contradict ourselves, and that's okay because that's part of the fun of, of discussing games is as you talk about them more, sometimes you realize things you hadn't really thought about before and things kind of move around a little bit. All right, so um, we're going to go ahead and try to take these 24 games and bring them down to 10 games in order. So I think the, you know, the way we want to start with this is, is just kind of doing some easy cuts here. I have one that I want to propose for a cut. Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri. I've actually never played this. I know it's a super uh, super high-rated game, but 
having no experience in it, if you guys have never played it, then I don't know that we can really consider it for top 10. I actually did play it. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So I was not into Civilization, but Alpha Centauri, I was into. We can cut it. It's fine. I liked okay, it, though, so you, but it was... You don't think it's <laughs> top 10 here? I don't think it's top 10 material, if that's what we're narrowing down to. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what we're going to do here. I did enjoy it, and it worked well as, you know, the uh, that turn-based style Civ, Civ game, and it was cool. Uh, um... But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember a whole lot from it. But I did play it quite a bit. I do remember playing it quite a bit. Uh, it was good, but not top ten. I think. Okay. All right. Maybe we do like a round robin here thing, and uh, and let someone else pick the next thing to cut. I'm gonna say uh, let's cut Half Life Opposing Force. I don't. Uh, okay. For what me, you, what um, were your thoughts there? For me, I I like the idea of the story of it. But I don't think that it's going to be top 10. I think it's going to, I think it definitely merits the mention of, you know, it has a great unique story. It used, it's Half-Life. It's just more great Half-Life lore. But in the end, it, it doesn't stand up to, to just some of these others. Yeah, I actually really agree with that. Half-Life Opposing Force was, it was not made by Valve. It didn't have the same feel uh, of of the original Half Life. Uh, yeah, it was a cool experience, but I don't know that it was the top ten. Lobos, do you have any uh, issues with that? I think that's fine. And I I almost feel like that's going to be true for any FPS on this list that doesn't have multiplayer or isn't primarily a multiplayer game because the story in them even only takes them so far. It's really the multiplayer that I feel carries a good FPS to the next level. Yeah, I, I don't know that it's a requirement, but yeah, I think that's a strong argument. Okay, um, Lobos, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to vote for Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Taking it off the top 10? It's not on my top 10 list, that's for sure. All right, so let me... Have you guys <laughs> played this game? No. I remember playing with my buddy back then. I never owned it myself, but my buddy had it. And I don't know that it was specifically the third one. But um, mm. I, I think we need I think I need to get you guys to play this game. So uh, I, I'm going to say no, I, I believe it should be on the top 10 list here, uh, especially when you think about if you're a fan of the Heroes of Might Magic 3 series, which is a great series, by the way. Heroes of Might Magic 3 is the de facto game. If you go on Twitch, there are still routine. It's weird. The routinely Russian streamers that will stream this for. A couple hundred to a couple thousand people. It has it has it has a dedicated mod community. It's got some tail. It still has uh, just a good niche community. Yeah, and I just I just I want to hold off on that for now. I think there's some other games that are easier cuts here. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and propose one then instead of that. Uh, Alien vs Predator. I uh, I think that the the gameplay wasn't really that great in, in compared to something like Quake or um or you know Team Fortress Classic. I think it it, it did feel kind of stiff, especially playing I remember playing the uh the Predator and it just yeah, it, you had to <laughs> really get up in the enemy's face to deal some damage. Yeah. Uh, and the the gunplay didn't feel exceptionally well. And although controlling an alien was fun on the ceiling, 
it was really difficult to orient yourself and figure out, all right, which way's up and which is down? Where am I trying to attack? So mm-hmm. I think it was a really cool experiment and and was a fun it was a fun um diversion, but in terms of like longevity and replayability, I don't think it stands up with the rest of these. It was a pretty game. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. There's uh there's some monster FPS. Uh, titles on this list so i i kind of been approaching it by uh, isolating by genre almost because if you got something that's better that you think is better than another one it's like well why keep the other one necessarily unless it's just to make the top 10 list eventually um yeah or just to you know if they're really really good then heck yeah keep them but alien vs predator uh i don't think it stacks up like that all right, uh, on to you, Alamaxia. What do you got for us? Hmm. I think I'm going to go with the longest journey. Oh, uh, that is, <laughs> you guys are going right for the jugular right away. Like, what's do uh, I any need of to defend these are going game? for the jugular? Any yeah. of these? All right. So, the longest journey is a very important game in the adventure space. Well, when it came out, it was a complete diversion from the rest of adventure games, which generally were more cartoony-ish and were humorous. The Longest Journey took a... Although the the story was fantastical, it was a more mature and grounded world. And, uh, the, you know, the dialogue and the, 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 um, the writing was mature as well. You know, they had lots of swears. And... Um, it was just a really great experience. And and also, if you kind of look at the reviews, there are some sites that, that actually labeled Longest Journey as best game of 1999. Like, that's how good of an adventure game it was. Now, you know, this is our list. It's not their list. But I just don't know that I'm ready to cut Longest Journey right now. I think it just did so much for the genre and evolved it in a, in a time where that was a dead genre. Like, hands down adventure games were dead okay i hmm. i i uh i'm also gonna vote to cut that <laughs> okay and the reason being is uh when i generally <sighs> i sit down and i want to play a game i want good gameplay and i love point and click adventures but to me that's more of that's more of just like a virtual version of of storytelling which is interactive and cool but it's just it loses so many points from me off the get-go just for just for that and the replayability it's while it is very important to the adventuring genre like like you were saying is it something that you can go back to and say i can just start up a file and play through this or i can jump into this game and play for a little bit at a time and enjoy it every time you go into it or is it, okay, I, I know the story, I just know exactly where to click, it's just, at that point, a speed run? Um, I have come back to it on multiple occasions, and I will say there are areas in that game, or memories in that game that stick with me as just being incredibly humorous. Uh, to give, here, Here's a really great example. Uh, there's a, uh, early on in the game, 
there is a little monkey guy. You know, like the the monkeys that like clap their cymbals together. You like wind them up and then they go ch ch like that. So there was like this little thing, and uh, you would get it, and he'd have like a little dance, and you'd wind it up, and he's like, "Hey, hey, you, the one with the hat, put your arms up and do the monkey." <laughs> right and and what's really funny about that is you then what you do is you put it in an area where it looks like there's a shadow and it projects and it looks like it it projects the shadow and it looks like a um like a robber or something right and some guy comes into a dark alley and you wind it up and it's like hey hey you and the guy's like what what he's like put your hands up and he puts his hands up and then it's like, and do the monkey. And he does this little dance, right? And it's just, those are the moments there that like, I think are, are really fun to, to, to actually go back and play. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess if you guys aren't, or you guys aren't feeling it, you're not feeling it. But I think it's, it is one of these things where you have these memories you want to relive every couple of years. So although it's, you already know the story, it's still fun to go back every once in a while and kind of re-experience those things. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> okay. So it sounds like uh, none of that's going to sway you guys. You want to... I feel like a lot of these that. are going to have to come down to just a vote and we just yep. say yay or nay and then majority, majority on that. Yeah. Because okay. as much as some of us might love a game, it's... it's uh, if we're yep. <laughs> approaching it equally, then we're just have to have to say, yep, nope, yep, nope. All right, so we're cutting the longest journey. Oh, I'm, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, this is good because uh, I'm realizing what games we should cover next. So you guys should should experience these, and then we'll come back here, and you've got no, you were right, Wiz. You were totally <laughs> right here. <laughs> All right, uh, where do we leave off? Was it Alamaxia? Uh, no, think, uh, yeah. So Lobos, you got. I've got another to vote for. for um. So, I think I'm going to have to go with Command & Conquer Tiberian Sun. I think we talked about it kind of on the RTS that yeah. you know, it is an expansion pack. and uh, Well, no, actually, this is the, it is oh. the third it is the third standalone Command & Conquer game. Oh, is it? Oh, Yeah, yeah, so you had Command & Conquer, and then you had Red Alert, which was, it was a, it was a branch off, but it was yep. technically the second one. And yep. then Command & Conquer 3 Tiberium Sun was the sequel to the first one. Ah. But yeah. It doesn't matter. It wasn't. I mean, <laughs> no. Red Red Alert was was the one you wanted to play. Sure. Tiberium Sun came out, and it was like, oh man, we should do Red Alert two instead. Yep. And they did. So yeah, and they did, and that was a, <laughs> a great game. All right. Sorry, Command and Conquer fans. Yeah. Actually, now I'm kind of wondering, was it actually Command and Conquer three? I'm not sure. That's kind of bugging me. I gotta look this <laughs> up. I don't know. I played Generals though. Generals is one of Generals was a great game. Yeah, yeah. I liked Generals. Uh yeah uh oh wait oh wait no I am wrong I am completely wrong I'm sorry no this is hold on this might change everything uh oh it oh no was it, it... <laughs> I think this was the original oh really because. Command and, Conquer, Command and Conquer 3, Tiberium Wars was... Yeah, that was the one. So Command and Conquer... This is the original Command and Conquer. Ooh. 
Wait. Wait, but there's Command and Conquer. It, yeah. Then there's yeah. Command and Conquer Tiberian Sun Firestorm. Uh, yeah. and <laughs> I'm very confused here because it right, says you know Tiberian what? Sun was announced after the release of the original Command and Conquer. So I think there we go. We'll say this was either an expansion or a... a... Or like a, just a future game. Yeah, I think... And, and, and even expansions okay. for this RTSs is back then really did feel like... Okay. Like even expansions sequel, back then really did feel yes, like a full you're right, game. You're like right, you think about right. Brood War for uh, StarCraft, that was a full game in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Tiberium Sun uh, is not the original, so yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> cool with cutting it. I, but it wasn't Command and Conquer three, which wasn't great, but and it also wasn't Red Alert, which was amazing. So it was just like one of these. It was a it was a Command and Conquer game. What else do you want to know? <laughs> All right, uh, on to me. I'm going to propose Siphon Filter here. It was a. Uh, I think this was a pivotal Sony franchise on the PS one that really was a first person shooter experience you were playing if you were playing on the PS one, but wasn't super great. I respect. Stealth games, um, and I've yeah, grown, well, I, wait, wait, wait. No, that's not Siphon. Uh, it's this isn't stealth. This is, no, 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 no. This is Siphon Filter, not not um, Splinter Cell. But I thought, oh, oh, I thought Siphon Filter was also stealth. <laughs> um, they might have had some amount of stealth, but no, it was mostly like a third person uh, shooter. I gotcha. Well, I don't have a whole bit, a whole lot of an opinion here because clearly <laughs> I'm thinking of a completely different game. So yeah, it it wasn't great anyway. So well, fair enough. It w- it was a very much like you know again early PS1 first person shooter. Well, not first person, but the third person. Yeah. So easy cut, I think. Alamaxi, on to you. All right, I am going to vote that we cut Might and Magic Seven for. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Heroes of Might Magic. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am okay. I won't fight that one. Yeah, that that one, uh, it's a game that I haven't really played, and I, I feel like when we have talked about it, it's been one that we've we've been like, it's worth mentioning, but it's worth mentioning, but so it's, it's not going <laughs> to stand up to these others. Might Magic 7 is probably the second best Might Magic game, but it didn't change much. I mean, from the from the Mandate of Heaven, which is the best might magic game uh and even like a lot of the same spells are the same and the character classes are the same the the enemies are the same the weapons are the same a lot of it the graphics are the same uh a lot of it's the same (laughs) very good and if you like it you will love this game but probably not top 10 games of 1999 (laughs) all right love us what do you think back to me huh uh I played a lot of it on Microsoft's The Zone, but I'm going to have to cut Age of Empires 2, personally. I like mm. it. Yeah, for, for me, I was Ooh. more of a Warcraft, Starcraft sort of guy, so I, I put Age of Empires on here really just to acknowledge that it existed. Yes, which we didn't during our multiplayer. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Episode, uh, but Whoops. that one slipped by us. That, that that I would have been arguing for that one in multiplayer, but here, as much as I want to argue it, as much as I personally love it, I I did play it online for for a fair bit, and it was good for what it was. It was a great RTS, but like you said, StarCraft is kind of the one that that took it and ran. But the fact that they've remade Age of Empires to remastered it, spun up and spun down servers multiple times over the years, and I think they even 
re 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 released it or however something this last year the fact that even that game is still running is is phenomenal yeah they have a definitive edition out now definitive <laughs> we salute you all right age we're, of we're, we're cutting the age of empires yeah all right back to me uh, i'm gonna go with silent hill cutting silent hill i um now that is one that I would I would keep in my top ten. Okay, okay. Well, um, so let me talk about why I why I wasn't a fan sure. of it. Um, I think for for me it was just the the graphics were so poor, and it wasn't that it was blocky; it was that there was that fog, mm-hmm. and and it was like it was debilitating. And you can make sure we can sit here and make arguments all day long about uh, how that inspired you know the technical limitations inspired the silent hill and the way it was constructed with it being a a town that's perpetually in fog Mm -hmm. but you know when you when you really go down to brass tacks here it was like enemies would just come out of nowhere and it was like instead of here's what i think great survival horror games make you think about how you're going to approach an encounter, whether you want to waste some of your your resources, or I shouldn't say waste, utilize some of your resources to eliminate the threat or run around them. And in Silent Hill, I thought that I, the you know the solution was always run away, and there was really no fighting that I ever did. Uh, maybe Lobos, you have a different experience. I have here. a very different experience. Oh yeah. I killed tons of stuff. Really? Uh, yeah. With I, like a with like the 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 um the I mean pipe the pipe or? is OP, so I mean, at least in Silent Hill 2. I I don't remember Silent Hill 1 as much. I've only played it I think like twice, but in the the other ones I've played multiple multiple times. Um but uh yeah, I just I just felt like it was a really good um survival horror and yeah, the graphics aren't great, uh, but uh, I'll leave. It to- if you want to make an argument for Silent Hill two and three being great, I'm all with you. You know, when we get to 2001 and gaming or whatever that was, I, I'll I'll be up there saying yeah, top ten. But man, the first Silent Hill was so rough. It it was a proof of concept. It was cool. It was a departure from what other games had been doing at the time. But I, I just think that it it's not actually fun to play. Fair enough. I did. I did play it last out of all of the other Silent Hills because I played and it you, very late and I loved it. But okay. Uh, I mean, that, I think that's a that's a testament there, right there. If you if you played that one last and you really enjoyed it, like I, I'll, I'll respect that. It followed the same formula as the the later ones that I had played and had. Um, I really like like the puzzles that they do. They sit you down and you're like, okay, now it's puzzle section, and then boom, now it's like everything's going crazy uh survive and run away or find where you need to go section that kind of thing yeah let's maybe table it and see what else we can knock off the list because we might get down to 12 12 and 11 left and be like well yeah we have we have 16 still all right so i uh since i voted for something in lobos you countered uh lobos you need to pick something on here then to cut in place of silent hill (sighs) Man, I really need to play Dungeon Keeper 2. <laughs> I am a huge Dungeon Keeper fan, but I've not played 2. 
So they did a lot of really great changes. So really? if you remember, Dungeon Keeper was sort of like a 2D sprite thing where they sort of simulated 3D, but it wasn't great. Dungeon Keeper 2 was actually all 3D. And they did a lot of really great improvements. So, for instance, remember in, in Dungeon Keeper how you have to train up your imp? And uh-huh. you'd just throw, you'd throw them in a the training room and then slap them around. Yes. Well, in Dungeon Keeper 2, they just level up by doing what they're supposed to be doing. Ah. And so that it makes more sense. It ah. makes more sense. When... <laughs> no. Terrible. I feel For like original. I hate I Dungeon Keeper 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's it. see what else. Cut oh, it now. Okay. I don't have a strong... I don't have a strong desire to keep it on. I actually thought you were going to... <laughs> Want to keep this on here a little bit longer? No, but kill yeah, it. If you, kill okay. it with fire. Okay. I'll play it someday and regret this, but it's okay. <laughs> okay, Dungeon Keeper 2, cut. All right, Al Maxi, on to you. Oh, man, okay. I'm going to say let's cut Baldur's Gate, Tales of the Sword Coast. Yeah, you took the easy one for me. Yeah. That was, was I was going to suggest next. This one, it, it extends the Baldur's Gate, and I think um, in many ways... Baldur's Gate Tales of the Sword Coast seems like the first sort of draft of of what Baldur's Gate 2 was going to be. The writing is a lot better. The quests seem to be structured in a more coherent way. Um, But on its own, Tales of the Sword Coast was like, it's another like, you know, small little dungeon romp there. But there's not a whole lot that it adds to it of the original Baldur's Gate. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool with cutting it. Sure. All right, so we have. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about our list here, and then we'll just to keep up everyone up to date with what's still uh, in contention. So we have EverQuest, System Shock Two, Free Space Two, Heroes of Might Magic Three, Planescape Torment, Final Fantasy VIII, Super Smash Brothers, Silent Hill, Team Fortress Classic, Counter Strike, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Resident Evil Three Nemesis, Homeworld, and Quake Three Arena. I'm going to suggest Resident Evil Three Nemesis here. I would agree with uh, that. I I, I, I do okay remember this is this was a solid Resident Evil game. I don't remember enough about it to. Uh, the only thing I remember is Nemesis going stars, <laughs> and that's that's like what he, that, the whole game was just like some dude saying stars over and over and over. There's not enough in that game that I really remember that I'd feel comfortable saying this was top ten. And I know, Lobos, you haven't really played it. You've it's been true. waiting around for it, so... It's true. But I can imagine, you know, from what I know... I've played Resident Evil 1, 2, 4, and I skipped 5 and 6. But people said, like, most of them are on par. 4 is really good. 5 and 6 aren't as great. And if 3 falls in the same line as 1, 2, 3... Wait, hold on. Did you just say four and 6 weren't great? No, 5 and 6. Oh, 5 and 6, yeah. I said 4 I, was when, really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one of these where when you think about the Resident Evil games that had a huge impact, you mm-hmm. think about Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4, and Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And, yeah. Okay, cool. So Resident Evil 3 Nemesis has been cut. Uh, I think we're back on to Alamaxia, right? I think it's on to me. Oh, on to Lobos. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to have to say goodbye to Homeworld. It has a special place in my heart. I played it. I played it when it was, you know, new, and I did get this magical like experience when it first started. But then that was about it. The scale was really cool. I love that <laughs> yeah. you could zoom 
you know, you would be all the way zoomed out and you could see your mothership and it was like, looked like a ship. And then you would zoom, 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 zoom. And then you'd have tiny, tiny, tiny little ships all in a fleet and stuff. I would fight you on this if there weren't two critical errors in that game. Number one being that you, well, and it was kind of a bonus unless you messed up was that you retain all of your ships from mission to mission, Mm -hmm. which means if you don't have enough ships, because some of the missions, they throw you in and immediately you're getting attacked. So if you don't have the ships, you will die and there's nothing really much you can do about it. (laughs) The second thing is, once you realize that, most of the game is just capturing ships and farming the entire world for resources before you move on to the next thing. And so it's like... You go into a new area, a new mission, you have an hour of fun, and then you have 45 minutes of making yourself a sandwich <laughs> because all your your mineral extractors are are, you know, mining. So yeah, if those weren't if if those weren't glaring issues, I would be having a knockdown brawl here. But yeah, homeworld, I'm <laughs> I'm cool with cutting. I'm cool with that. Sorry. That homeworld. and uh that and we have another, I think, better space uh space game on here. All right, I'm going to... Okay, so it's my turn. Only because I've never really played the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Hmm. How... how? I mean, I know this was really influential for, you know, that brand name. Mm-hmm. But how good was the actual game? Was it top 10? I played the original. Um, and I, I liked it a lot. I definitely, I like, oh, I definitely played so two way more. Um, but one was just about as good. It was, um, I'm trying to think of a comparison, but like two was just kind of the the same as one, but you know, bigger. So like what one did was really good. And then two just expanded upon that. So, um, I personally have Tony Hawk's pro skater in my top 10. It's, it's not near the top, but it's there. Yeah. Um, It's in my top 10 too. It was one that. Like I said before, if you went to Pizza Hut and you got that demo disc, you had this game, you played it. And I remember sitting down with uh, with my small group of friends and we would always just try to top each other's scores. Okay, what's the best one one jump trick combo you can pull off and (laughs) how how many points can we get? Can we can we break the game with points or can we just get out of bounds? Like we I had so much fun with that game and that game in particular lives a lot in my memory. I do I do agree that I probably played two more than one, but I really feel like that was only because one fueled my love for two. It was like, I loved this game. I have to have more of it. And then it's like, oh my God, I got more of it. I have to play it all the time. Mm. I'm going to uh, suggest an alternative then because I'm scared. If I, if I hand it over to Lobos, I'm scared of what he's going to say. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and offer a Planescape Torment here. Wow. To be wow. I think when you know Planescape Torment is it's a great story, but the the actual gameplay wasn't, uh, in my opinion, wasn't as good as something like Baldur's Gate Two, um, which you know came out a year later, and um, it was a lot of reading. Honestly, there's a lot of reading in the game, which is cool, which is why it made you know, wins best story. But in terms of actual playing, it didn't do a whole lot that like Baldur's Gate wasn't already doing. 
Uh, and mm. I, it wasn't an know. innovative game like some of these other ones. I I, I was I was originally going to keep this in my top ten because of the story and because of the fact that like it it was that Baldur's Gate uh style game and I mean Baldur's Gate two wasn't that 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 wasn't this night there wasn't ninety nine this is ninety nine so I was like maybe but you're, you're swaying me with the fact that you're like it's Baldur's Gate did it better. Well, I think Baldur's Gate had had better gameplay. The the thing about Planescape Torment they did really well was have branching dialogue and, and events that would matter, you know, choices that would matter. So it at least gave you a good replayability to, to the choice yeah, to the point yeah. where you'd have like different endings. Yes, absolutely. But I'm looking at the games we have left and I almost feel like with the exception of Super Smash Brothers, which and Silent Hill, which I don't think I'm going to get a lot of traction on, I would almost rather go back to any one of those than Planescape Torment. Just because, again, that game works on its story, and if you already know the story, um, it's not quite as fun. Okay. Okay. I Yeah, I was not expecting that. But you are, by far, I think, the most experienced with the game, so if that's your choice, then I, I'll go with you on yeah. that. All right, we need to cut just one more to get our top 10, and then we need to order these top 10. So Uh-oh. I guess we're putting it on Alamaxia. What do you got for me, man? Ooh. Uh, I think it's a toss-up for me. It's a toss-up between Free Space 2 and Quake 3 Arena. Mm. Free space. I, that's an interesting one there. Because I I know I know Wiz, you're not gonna give up here as Might and Magic 3. You made a really strong argument for that to be in the top ten. And I am I literally others. reinstalled that this week and I'm going through the <laughs> campaign again. Like there's only one game on this list that I played more than Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Hint. It might be EverQuest. <laughs> it might be, mm-hmm. but but against like against like Counter Strike, which we talked at length about that yeah. with the multiplayer, about how innovative that is with the multiplayer industry. Against System Shock Two, that so many people out there think that that might be the best game of all time, let alone just of '99. All right, so uh, actually, let's go around the room. Who here has played Free Space Two? No, no. Okay, I haven't either. So I think <laughs> we, so I, I, I played Free Space 1, loved it. It is amazing. Actually, it's worth noting that the, the title of this is Descent Free Space and then Descent Free Space. I Actually, I think it's De- Descent Free Space 2. In any case, I know the first one was. So this was supposed to be a spinoff of the Descent series, and it was uh, really... Free Space 2 was like the last hurrah of the space sim games until you know, very recently when we started to see things like Elite Dangerous come back and Star Citizen. So Free Space 2 was a, a great final hurrah, but I actually never played it. So I can't say, is it really best 10 games here? All the other games here I've played, except for Tony Hawk. So I think in good conscience, I have to say, cut it. All right. Bye. I will play you one day, maybe. I will say Free Space was an amazing game. All right, so we now have our top 10 games. They're not ordered yet, but uh, from top to bottom, we have EverQuest, System Shock 2, Heroes of Might Magic 3, Final Fantasy VIII, 
Super Smash Brothers, Silent Hill, Team Fortress Classic, Counter-Strike, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and Quake 3 Arena. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to maybe like take the obvious top five contenders, move those to the green, and then think about like what are our bottom five? Because I think I think we can kind of you know trim down some of our list here. I, I I think we could definitely start separating these into the all right. You made top ten. Now it's time to go. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, so I'm going to remove Tony Hawk from the green, and I'm going to go ahead and add EverQuest to the green. Are you guys cool with that? Saying, I, I believe this is top five. Yes, I would agree. Does anyone else have anything they feel very strongly about top five? Uh, System Shock 2. Ooh, hmm, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, I think so. System Shock 2 did some really great things for the RPG and FPS merging there, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. For me, I would like to throw on there to keep Team Fortress Classic. Good choice. I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the influence of what yes. it's doing to what it's done to the FPS genre and what it's is still doing to it and the fact that team fortress 2 is still going on i mean it's hat collector (laughs) yeah uh i'd like to also consider counter-strike for top five that would have been my say okay lobos do you have anything on here you think is a slam dunk you we don't we don't have to put five in here just if there's something where you think that this is an obvious top five if it were me, I would put Final Fantasy VIII. Al Max, how do you feel about that? <sighs> I do love Final Fantasy VIII. I don't love the story. The way they did the magic in that game, the draw system, where you had to draw your magics to store them, it wasn't something where I had like an MP pool or I could, I could just equip something. I didn't really care for that. I liked I liked in the game how you could equip the spells to you in a way to, to augment your character, but uh, I don't go back and play that near as often as I would like Super Smash Brothers or Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I it, it's a game that I've I've played. I experienced it and okay, I I don't I don't feel I don't feel that draw to come back to it like I do like a Final Fantasy seven or nine. So I don't know for me if that's top five. I actually have never completed Final Fantasy VIII. I did complete Final Fantasy VII, loved the story, loved everything about it, and then something about the Final Fantasy VIII just never really hooked me. Like this, I understand it's a much more complicated story, but just like the the time shifts that they were doing early on, a lot of stuff was just setting up things that didn't make a whole lot of sense. And I understand that it does pay off at some point, but it's just like. Yeah, I probably played it for 20 hours and it just didn't hook me. Uh, now, if we were talking about Final Fantasy Triple Triad is like best top 10 games, like, oh, yeah. yeah, sure. But oh, yeah. Now, there is all, one thing a, about Final package. Fantasy VIII that we, don't, we actually never even talked about, and it was the, uh, do you remember the Chocobo Companion app that that game had? 
Mm-mm. What was this on? Like a no, it wasn't on a smartphone. It couldn't be on a smartphone, right? So, what, what so that? what it was? It was something that um was only Japan. It was only Japanese, but there was still a way to do it. I think uh, American, but it was it was using, I believe, the uh, Dreamcast uh, cartridge. Where for the Japanese side, you could using the Dreamcast, you had had that memory cartridge with like the little LCD screen in it. It had a chocobo that would just go around this world. It was just a chocobo walking on a screen, and it would encounter an enemy, and your chocobo would, quote, fight the enemy. It was a complete idle game. It would walk around, but you could tell it where to go. There was, like, a, a map that had a flashing dot where you could move your chocobo around a grid. It, it, it I, would, I don't think you're selling this game. I, I'm, not, I'm, not selling it. I'm not selling it. I'm just saying it's, it was something okay. that existed, and I believe it's actually a part of the uh, Steam release. <laughs> okay. It was just something that was like, it was a weird little thing that they did. Okay, so it sounds like Final Fantasy VIII is not a lock on the top five. That's okay. We have mm-hmm. four games on here. What do we? What do you say we start trying to figure out what, what number 10 is? Um, and I might, might re- make a recommendation for Silent Hill. You said top 10, Lobos, and we got it to top 10, and I say number 10 is right where it belongs. Uh, I'm okay with that. It it definitely wasn't top five for me. Anyone else have anything? Okay, so, you know, we don't have to do this in order. We don't have to pick number nine right now, Mm -hmm, but... mm -hmm. If someone has an idea for what number nine could be, I think I think it could work well like that if we just okay. try and determine. Um, I would say mm. I would vote Quake Three Arena for nine. Yeah. Okay, that's an easy one for me because I don't have a, a large affinity for that. I love me some Quake, oh. super replayable, <laughs> yeah. and I did. I play it so many, so many hours. Very smooth, gorgeous, just pure FPS carnage and great. That's about. That's about. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty pretty shallow, but that didn't need to be more complex than that. Hey, rocket rocket jumping's fun. I actually don't know if rocket jumping is in that game. It is definitely. It is. Yeah. All right, number eight. What do you guys think so about? I'll throw Tony Hawk's Pro Skater at number eight. Either that or okay. Heroes of Might and Magic Three. I think because I Tony think Hawk <laughs> makes more sense. I because I, I think we're I think we're gonna have yep. just the same argument back and forth on it, and we have a much harder argument of number five to make uh, coming up. But I, I think yeah. that number five argument is gonna come down to Smash Bros and something else. Because I am gonna argue hard for that one. Slap Tony Hawk at eight. Love the game. Slap eight's a respectable slot. Yeah. Okay. Um, for number seven, uh, I know I'm not going to get Heroes of Magic too much higher, but I'd like to try to get it as close to top five as possible. <laughs> what do you think about number seven being Final Fantasy VIII? Mm, I don't know if I can let eight slip that far. <laughs> I let it slip out of top five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, so the other option is Super Smash Brothers, so... I would place both over Heroes of Might and Magic. I'm sorry. Likewise. I'm sorry. 
Hey, well, I did my job. You <laughs> got the job, Ted. And I again, I'm going to make you guys play this game sometime. Great. And you're going you're gonna to come back here and be like top five. So here's my magic print cut at seven. So we, right. have, uh, we have basically number six. And then, of course, we can revisit the things in the top five currently if we, if we think that they're uh, either Final Fantasy VIII or Super Smash Brothers is, is both um, worth top five. But I'd, I'd put FF8 at six. Yeah. Really? So we're going to go Super Smash Brothers over Final Fantasy VIII? I'm okay with that. I think, I think so, J- just, because of, okay. just because Smash Brothers just still has such a strong competitive community. It's still a thriving franchise that the game in and of itself is still, I mean, Smash Brothers. Does that mean we can put Smash Brothers at a five? I... I'm just going to put it here just to kind of... Sh- look you know i would view the landscape here see what you guys think about that i would actually put smash brothers i mean this is controversial i would put it over team fortress classic i don't know that i can do that i i could go over system shock 2 interesting i just system shock 2 is sort of a clunky game you know it, it's it's really cool in what it's trying to do, but if you remember trying to like melee or shoot, it doesn't do that very well. That game is fun because of the story it tells and the inventory management and the combat is not great. I haven't played System Shock Two, so uh, I'll I'll let you guys talk this one out. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like Super Smash Bros, so I'm cool with it being five. But I think if you're gonna try to put Team Fortress below it, I will sacrifice System Shock Two to keep wow. that. All, all I did in System Shock Two was melee and shoot, and I loved it. But to each their own. Um, I was trying to give Smash Brothers a little bit more credit, uh, but I. I've probably played Smash Bros. and and TFC the same amount. Um, Which isn't, like, nothing. I've played both, certainly. Uh, TFC is very influential. Um, Yeah, I mean, if you guys want Smash Bros. at at 5, I think think that I would be okay with that there. I mean, you got to give okay. something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. So we have top four. We just need to arrange these. We got EverQuest System Shock 2, Team Fortress Classic, Counter-Strike. I'm going to make a proposal here. Okay. And see if you guys are down with this. System Shock 2 at four, Counter-Strike at three, TFC at two, EverQuest number one. Boom. We're done. What do you think? Hmm. I think I already lost the Counter Strike versus TFC match. Uh, so yeah, for, for me it would have been System none of Shock those matter two. though. Remember, none of that matters. We can flip. We can flip here. We can say Counter Strike over Team Fortress Classic if you want. I, I would put Counter Strike over Team Fortress. Oh, Classic. see, that's what I would do. Okay, so that's not what you did last time, <laughs> but but that's okay. Me? We can be inconsistent. No, 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 no. Oh, Almaxia. Oh, okay. For for best multiplayer game. Go. Yes, best multiplayer game, but yeah. But we're talking we're not talking about just best multiplayer now. That's right. I think that's all they are though. Is just multiplayer. Yeah. 
There's no story. It's just, <laughs> it's just game. And they're same graphics if you're talking about <laughs> yeah. original Counter-Strike. So, um, But I... I I would I want System Shock in the second slot. You want System Shock? Oh, why why that high? I'm curious. I played it recently, and I played far tons of Counter Strike, and I love Counter Strike, and I played TFC. I like Counter Strike more, but System Shock Two just has. I mean, all I used to play, the only thing that I played was FPS on PC. That was it. Was just. Quake, 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 quake. Counter-Strike, 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 Counter-Strike. And uh, I don't know. System Shock 2, I think, just did a lot, a lot more. Um, I guess for me in System Shock 2, there came a point about three-fourths through the game where I kind of felt it overstayed its welcome, especially when you get to the... Uh, the um oh, what was the ship that was all biological? But once you get yeah. there, it's like, come on, let's finish the game already, <laughs> you know? Fair enough. Um, I I would be okay with saying it's a number three if you really want to move it up, but at number two, I that's hard for me. But would you be okay with System Shot going over TFC? Mm, because that would put Counter Strike. I'd be okay too. with it oh. over Counter Strike. Oh, oh, but I think we're saying otherwise now. <laughs> so we okay. L- let me let me say here: Counter Strike Four, System Shock Two, a three, TFC a two. I don't have a strong argument on this. Aha! Uh-huh. You have to be our tiebreaker. <laughs> <on that too. laughs> oh, uh, I have to, don't I, crud? Okay. Why no, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. Oh no, I I I can be the tiebreaker. Let's see here. So, Team Fortress. Well, hold on. Being Are we cool with saying System Shock years. Three is a three? Or sorry, System Shock Two is a three. Can I, we I'm say cool that? With that? I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. Can we also say EverQuest is number one? I would I'm say cool that. With that. All right. Cool. So now we're really only talking about TFC <laughs> and Counter Strike, and we have slots two and four available. Do we go with the game that everybody it's everybody's comfort food? Or do we go with the game that is... <laughs> this is the same discussion we had last time. Asian-Texan fusion. <laughs> I don't get the I will say, I will say... A game that just has a whole bunch of crazy different elements. It's evolved and has really spawned a lot of different crazy things. Or Counter-Strike, which is, like, like we talked about, has just kind of stayed the same. They're both. They both have done both. Like, like Rainbow Six and uh, like all these tactical games are like Counter Strike. But I don't know. I feel like both of them have done the same thing for the industry in terms of evolution of games. Counter Strike itself is still the same. TF Two is. Uh, I don't know how different it is from Classic. Obviously, updated engine and looks different. It's 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 a um. I'd say it's a pretty direct um, expansion onto that. Like, you can definitely feel the roots of it. It doesn't feel so different that you're like, where'd this game come from? All right, well, let's just, let's try this. Uh, um, Wizard, TFC or Counter-Strike? TFC. Alamaxia, TFC or Counter-Strike? TFC. 
TFC wins. Put it at the two, All baby. Right. Put it at the two. There we we did it. Look at that. Let's see. Was it under an hour? Boom. Just yeah, just about an hour there. So nice. awesome. So uh I'm going to go ahead and just kind of do a, a quick overview of what we've decided for the year in 1999. One heck of a year, though, guys. Like, looking at these games, it was, you know, a lot of these were just like, wow, I remember 1999 being an exceptionally strong year. And, and I think as we look at the list here, I think that kind of confirms, like, it was a great year for gaming. Yeah. Ton of good ga- tons of good games on this list. So let's just do a quick recap of our uh, our awards here. So we start off with best graphics. That was Free Space 2. Runners up, Alien vs. Predator and Subterra Core. Then we moved on to best music. We awarded Final Fantasy 8 best music with runners up, Planescape Torment and Ultima 9 Ascension. On to best story. Planescape Torment took that at number one. Runners up, The Longest Journey and System Shock 2. Uh, we had best multiplayer game EverQuest won that at number one, and TFC and Super Smash Brothers that came up as runners up. And finally, the best ten games of 1999. At number ten, we have Silent Hill. Yay! Number nine, Quake Three Arena. Number eight, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Number seven, Heroes of Might Magic Three. That one got robbed. Ah. number six we had final fantasy eight number five super smash brothers number four counter-strike number three system shock two number two team fortress classic and number one everquest i'm very happy with this list and i'm really glad that i didn't have to fight for everquest because everquest in in my mind is actually one of my top five games of all time so i didn't want to have to you know drag out that argument so I'm glad we're you guys all we're all MMO of... players, so <laughs> yeah. I think we could all jump on pretty easily. Yeah, awesome. Any closing thoughts, guys? Did you have fun here? I certainly did. I had a lot of fun, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, what's coming up for uh, whenever we eventually get to the best game of 2000. For 2000, because, yeah. oh boy. Yeah, I've already been I've already been kind of thinking like, oh man, you know, what games are out in 2000? Should I play these? I think it might not be a bad idea for us to, on some you know downtime, take a look at the best games of 2000. And if there's a game on there you've been wanting to check out, it doesn't need to be for the podcast. It just could be for your own interest. Uh, check it out so we can have some uh, discussion on that. Oh, my God. Uh, 10 is going to be insane. I mean, oh, my G- oh. I think Diablo 2 is on that list. I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect so, yeah, that- Dark. Uh <clears throat> All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> All right, so uh, from everyone here at the Saturday Morning Gaming Show, we want to wish you all a happy, well, I guess it would be 2019, but happy 1999 gaming <laughs> year. And we will see you for the 2000 year where we get to play a, a lot of really amazing games, including Baldur's Gate 2. So I'm, I'm very excited to take a look at that and be able to talk about that uh, in the future all right folks almaxia lobos thank you mo- thank you so much for joining me and uh guess that's all we got thank you everyone for listening bye-bye <laughs> <laughs>